What's up, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of One in Ones. Happy Thursday. Happy October. Happy fall. We've made it, everyone. It's here. We've done it. On this episode, we are going to listen to the one and only Lime Green Everything. World's greatest thinker, world's greatest learner, our fearless leader, Sam Hudson. On this episode, we're going to listen to what makes Sam Hudson, Sam Hudson, why diving into thought and detailed questions are important to him, what and who inspires him to be the man he is today, and what his personal mission statement is so he can be the best version of himself as a leader, a husband, a friend, an athlete, and a dabbler of many anything extreme hobbies don't know what I'm talking about, you will very shortly. Another short little update about this episode is this is one of the final episodes for the one-in-one segment. Um, It has been a great journey and a great opportunity to sit with all of you and to listen to your stories and to share your stories with everyone out there and to see all the connections built because of you, because you decided to feel comfortable and share your story with me and therefore everyone out there. I just wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And here's to the future and whatever it may bring. Are you... Or, like, which one do you think that you, like, resonate more with? Where you kind of look more into the past and feel, like, more nostalgic? Or do you, like, focus more on Ooh, the future? Or are you question. very, like, a present person? Super nostalgic. Okay. Love nostalgia. Especially around this time of year. This is my favorite time of year. Okay. Love it. Fall is here. It's October 1st. Fall is life. Um, I love... <laughs> fall and October and like the sunsets. I don't like that it, the sunsets like earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a bummer, but they are beautiful mm-hmm. and you get to see more of them. Well, that's not true, but <laughs> they happen they're, three they're, times a day. <laughs> they're very beautiful. <laughs> um, and the sun rises too. I guess I got to see the sunrise today and it was amazing. Nice. Um, but I feel as though I will get very nostalgic and I'll like watch the same videos around the same time of year every year mm-hmm. to like just catch the feels from mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And um, I get really passionate about certain things around this time of year. Like I really love to go mountain bike riding. And for some reason this time of year is like the air is cooler. It's not like it's hot. Sometimes it, it'll rain occasionally and make the dirt like super good. And I don't know. I just really get into it this time of year and I'll get into certain things the same time of the year every year. It's like a cycle, mm-hmm. you know, creatures of habit. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, I don't really, I mean, I, I like to look towards the future too, because there's like all these holidays that are coming up. Mm-hmm. And so I'll try to plan as best I can like at work for it, but then I'll also, it'll spill over and I'll plan in like life for those things too, as much as I can. Mm-hmm. It never seems to work, but <laughs> I'm always doing last minute Christmas shopping or, uh, you know, yeah. the week before, like, yeah, I guess we'll come over to your house for Thanksgiving, you know, kind yeah. of thing, but, or like, oh, tomorrow's Halloween. Neat. Um, uh, let's go buy decorations, let's I guess. Go, yeah, exactly. The dollar store. <laughs> exactly. Dollar store. One of my favorite new, um, finds. Once we had to describe ourselves in two words. Yeah. And then I remember yours was anything extreme yep (laughs) what nailed it what about that is like your favorite thing of extremeness yeah my favorite extremeness thing yeah like what like what is your favorite extremist thing and then what is your like what about anything that's extreme is like so intriguing okay so usually extreme sports um and that word is so funny to me because like (laughs) They're not that extreme, um, but any kind of like X Games or um, what's like an like the like Mountain Dew um, sports thing, mm. Dew Tour, mm-hmm. or anything like that. <coughs> Excuse me, um, is 
usually not team oriented. Mm. I don't like team sports because I don't want to be the person that lets down the team. Mm -hmm. So if I am doing it solo, the only person I'm going to let down is myself. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so the other thing too is like, I just really like doing unconventional things. So extreme sports just naturally, I just liked them more. And I mean, again, they're not extreme, like surfing, mountain biking, you know, body surfing or whatever it is. Those are more like singular type activities. You mm -hmm. can do solo mm -hmm. or you can do with like a group of people, but you're not in a team. Mm -hmm. So like football, traditional sports, baseball, that kind of stuff. First of all, you got to go to practice if you want to get good at it. Uh -huh. And like, I mean, I, I don't like practicing drills of things. Like mm -hmm. I'm not going to go throw a football, you know, 18 times to like some person or whatever, mm -hmm. or like run the same route or like hit a baseball for an hour and a half or whatever, mm -hmm. just cause I find it monotonous and kind of boring. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so I'm more of like a soloist extreme sports mm -hmm. type person. I feel that. <laughs> yeah. What are you most hyped on right now? Does coffee count? Yeah. Had a lot of coffee today. <laughs> Pretty freaking psyched on it. I'm, I'm psyched and I'm hyped. <laughs> Especially psyched out of my mind. <laughs> Um, I am really excited about oh, uh, more, I, this might be kind of cliche cause we've already been talking about it, but, um, <laughs> mountain biking, I just, and again, it, it kind of circles back to that nostalgia, mm -hmm. um, feeling like right now my bike's in the shop. I'm getting some new tires put on it nice. and, um, I'm going to try to pick it up today and try to go for a ride. Hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> and I'll probably go to like the same spot that I've been going to for like years and years and years and years. And it's this like little neighborhood and like it's really fun. I wouldn't even say it's fun for me. It's it's like gives me this weird feeling of fulfillment. Like I it's like I I yearn for this feeling. Mhm. Mm and then when I get to go do the thing, I feel fulfilled and good mm -hmm. about what I did. Mm -hmm. So like I'll go to this little neighborhood and right around this time of year, everyone is putting their Halloween decorations out. And so the whole neighborhood is like being decorated and there's all these little like ghosties and cobwebs and all like go park my car and ride like the same trail I've been riding for years and it's super fun and yeah. I'm I'm just really hyped in like a mellow way, <laughs> like low key. Yeah. About doing that. Nice. So I'll probably try to do that today. And I'll probably try to do that as many times as I can. Before it rains. Before well, even after it rains. But just before like the season is over. Okay. And it gets like too wet to ride in there. But Okay. So like summertime probably not the ideal time to do it. Summertime is like really dry. Okay. And it's really hot. Okay. And like the trails get really dusty. Mm. So like it rained a couple Mondays, like last Monday or the Monday before. Mm -hmm. And like, dude, I rode for like three days straight because the dirt was just perfect. And that sounds really weird. It's all this like lingo. Like anything has like <laughs> lingo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying that like the dirt is perfect is like weird yeah. to hear for some people. But it's, you know, that's just kind of the slang that I used to yeah. talk about it. It makes sense too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like saying like, oh man, the brew temp on that water was perfect, dude. <laughs> that preheat of the cup was great. Yeah. Thank you so much. Day that made. extraction was like top notch. Dude, <laughs> for sure. This spro was fire. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. And then cause you grew up in Santa Cruz, right? Yes. So like my whole life. Your whole life. Here. In like. Luckily enough. In, I love it. Capitola or okay <clears throat> um well I was I was born at 
not Dominican. There's like, I was born on Frederick Street. It's now like a rehab center, mm-hmm. but it was like this little, small, tiny little hospital. Mm-hmm. And then like I, we lived, I grew up in Capitola and then we moved to Live Oak and then went to Aptos and then a different part of Aptos and then Capitola and then and then like I moved out or whatever and I lived like downtown and then I lived over up in Scotts Valley Sick. like all over the place nice so and how did I'm assuming you enjoyed growing up in Santa Cruz and like Loved living it. in Santa Cruz favorite the best nice what like was mountain biking one of the things you would do also as a kid absolutely nice and also just ma- like we used to like skateboard and stuff too and we'd make like super janky like quarter pipes and one of my my best my two best friends lived i timed it one time it was like two minutes and 38 seconds bike ride <laughs> from like my house mm-hmm. and so we would just spend every weekend hanging out in their front yard just coming up with stupid stuff to do like jumping bikes into bushes or like making little bikes jumps in their backyard and like we would go to the bargain barn when it was still a thing and get little 16 ounce or 16 ounces 16 inch wheeled <laughs> like kid bikes yeah and we'd like spray paint them black and we'd like we'd get um we'd go find like a super steep hill and we just race down as fast as we could oh my gosh in, like jackets and stuff <laughs> and like just try to uh, yeah just it was just like the best yeah so like biking has always been a thing that i've like really enjoyed and turned to and found a lot of like joy excitement and fun in but there's also other stuff too like you know we'd go bodyboarding or body surfing or surfing we'd you know go like hiking and stuff we'd go do like creek walks and all kinds of stuff yeah get in trouble skateboarding and yeah yeah and so you mentioned a little bit like earlier you went to school but then you were just like nah i'm gonna go do what oh I yeah like. uh. <laughs> what what were you like quote unquote studying or like what was intriguing at the time yeah um <clears throat> let's just rewind a little bit <clears throat> go to high school mm-hmm. high school i like <clears throat> i barely graduated because um all of my friends went to a different high school all of the friends that i grew up with so i went to um it's it's now Twin Lakes, but when I went there, it was called MCCS, mm-hmm. uh, Mid County Christian School for grade school, mm-hmm. and I made like a solid group of friends, and we went from like K through five or whatever, mm-hmm. and then I went to middle school at a public school, and they went to private school for public for middle and high school, mm-hmm. and so I still was like friends with them, and we'd hang out all the time on the weekends because they're like my best buds, mm-hmm. but then like the public school thing was. A shock to my system. Oh yeah, because then you moved and you went to SoCal. Yeah, I think. yeah. And SoCal was like kind of gnar. Yeah, <laughs> you are experienced to, you're exposed to like all these unsheltered, non-Christian school things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's really easy to fall into like the traps of that stuff. And so I would um, write myself fake notes to get out of class. <laughs> Signed by my uncle Neil, who doesn't exist, because that's the only signature I knew how to like forge. Uh-huh. And I missed, oh gosh, like thirty-eight days of school or something. Oh and, my uh, gosh, yeah. Sam! I know. And then my mom found out one time. I would always intercept the phone calls because they'd always call your house after, like any time yeah. you missed class or like a, a day or whatever. Uh-huh. And I'd always intercept the phone calls, and then one of the last ones, she like got it. Oh no! I was like, your son is truant or like truancy is happening yeah and so she like came down to the office in her pajamas because <laughs> she was like sick that day or something and i got a big yelling at, oh, from no. her and then uh so barely graduated high school um but still made it still got my diploma Congrats. and then went to cabrillo and i didn't really know what i wanted to do i was taking business classes in econ and econ is so hard for me and just math in general is very hard for me. Mm-hmm. But what I wanted to do, what I thought I wanted to do was architecture, mm-hmm. which involves a lot of math. I quickly figured that out and mm-hmm. I was like, no, nope, switch it, change, don't yeah. like it. And then I wanted to do um, kinesiology. And I'm just not good at studying traditionally. Like 
in a classroom setting. Yeah. Where there's a teacher that just talks to you or talks at you. Yeah. Um, yeah, they talk at you. Yeah, and there's like limited <laughs> interaction. I just wasn't really good at, I didn't feel comfortable or confident public speaking coming out of uh, high school. And so I didn't ask questions. Mm-hmm. And so therefore I just didn't understand some things and I was left to my own devices, which I wasn't going to figure it out. Let's be honest here. And so I just kind of was like floating around trying to figure out what exactly I wanted to do. And I really liked the anatomy classes and um, the biology classes and things that I was taking. But I just, again, I would just wasn't good at class. Mm -hmm. So I just stopped (laughs) going And I was like, all right, I'm just going to take a year off and like figure it out. And then I found um, during that year that I was taking off, I found um, and after I failed the NASM test, I found CrossFit and I was like, okay, this seems way easier and it's exactly what I want to be doing. So why don't I just do that? So then I just did that and I was like, all right, chill, got my cert and started coaching um, full time at a couple different gyms because mm-hmm. it's really hard to coach full-time at one gym yeah um and then i just was doing like part-time work um at verve at that point mm-hmm. and then figured out that i liked making coffee uh a lot more than like sitting in traffic and traveling from gym to gym because it just gets hard at some point yeah because i was coaching out in this place in watsonville and then i also coaching at this other place in Scotts Valley and then at this other place in SoCal. So it was like three gyms in one day. Yeah. And you just spend most of your time driving. And I was like, man, this is hard. Yeah. But I still loved it. So I kept doing that part time and then I more just did coffee full time. Mm-hmm. Did I answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. Where it's, you're not into the conventional teachings of education. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm more of a hands-on style learner so like i'm not super good at understanding what a book is trying to convey so i i have to do it Mm -hmm. so i was really good well not really good i was i was proficient at (laughs) the um labs a lot of the Mm. labs that went along with the classes like the anatomy class like the anatomy lab yeah where you got to like pull out a human cadaver and see all the ligaments all the musculature Mm -hmm. hands-on learning is is by far the the way that I learned the best. Yeah. And again, making coffee is you're, you're doing it, your hands on learning. And yeah. so I was pretty good at it. Yeah. So, so hands on learning. And then also, would you say you also enjoy being like the teacher and the coach? Cause these are all things you kind of do mm, now. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Sure. 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 <laughs> I think I love coaching more than teaching. Okay. Teaching, my mom is a teacher, so (laughs) I can't like it by principle. Yeah. No. um, She is like, well, she's retired now. She was like an amazing teacher. Um, But I I just think I like coaching more because there's a whole bunch of different little nuances to it. Mm -hmm. And there's different ways, like... Somebody could be coaching someone in something and then another person can come and coach them in the same thing and then I'll come along and coach them in the same thing, but like we'll all say it a little bit differently and something that I said might not resonate with them, but then something that someone else said might make that thing click. Mm. And if I can do that to one person, like, oh, that's amazing because they'll be so psyched if I say, you know, at the gym, if you just push your head through at the top of your push press Mm -hmm. or I say just you know punch your ears forward or your head forward or poke your nose forward like if I say it a different way than someone else has said it Mm -hmm. and then they finally get it and they're like oh my gosh that was so much easier Mm -hmm. or something with like training someone how to milk steam and pour it a different way or something Mm -hmm. that sense of they figured it out and now it's easier for them is awesome I love doing that yeah for people it's like watching others thrive in their own way yeah and succeed yeah and you being like hell yeah like 
not necessarily like taking the credit for it, but being like, I assisted or I helped. Yes. They did all the work. Yeah. Essentially. Like, good job to you. You get all the credit because you're the one that did it. Yeah. I was just a small piece. Yeah. It kind of sounds like then, and again, I'm just kind of reiterating everything. Yeah. But it sounds like you went the, what, what, the conventional route everyone goes through education mm-hmm. and we're like peace out no thanks i'm gonna do it the way like i want to and i think is best for me and you've kind of learned these other skills and kind of learned what you're good at that sounds way cooler than i would say it <laughs> yes because that's that's what it all sounds like it's like you found essentially what like quote unquote like your sweet spot I found what I'm good at. Yeah. And I will add, I found what I'm talented at. Mm -hmm. So like what comes naturally Mm -hmm. versus like skill, which I would define as like something that you work for or Mm -hmm. you work at. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't consider myself very skilled at certain things like teaching Mm -hmm. or, um, learning in a traditional sense Mm -hmm. but like i'm talented at coaching Mm -hmm. and learning things with my hands okay or tactilely yeah and i it also sounds like then you found those things Mm -hmm. like you know that about yourself you could kind of use those as like building blocks too yeah to like bring clarity to whatever like next you're thinking about for sure hopefully yeah Yeah. (laughs) i mean And that's the fun part, too. Like, the hard part is kind of knowing those things about yourself or understanding them or just, like, what the heck even is that? And you help me learn them. (laughs) But that's awesome. What has been, then, uh, an inspirational moment in your life or a pivotal moment in your life? Or who has been an influential person in your life? thus far oh man i know it's loaded question um first person that comes to mind is Kristen. um i knew it gosh i know (laughs) i'm about to cry right now (laughs) and not in like the super cheesy corny way but Mm -hmm. in the way that she will challenge me in ways that other people are not comfortable challenging me Mm -hmm. in yeah and um she's also super inspirational because of her thirst for just knowledge like she always wants to um keep learning things and she's never she's never just good enough or or she's never satisfied thinking okay cool i've learned everything I, i can stop which is to me the sign of like a very smart and like intellectual person yeah and also somebody who's like who doesn't really have that ego you know they're not a know-it-all they're not like oh cool i've, I've learned anything everything I'm, I'm good i I can be done yeah you know but it's yeah she's she's like an inspiration to me f- to keep learning stuff and to keep furthering my knowledge of things that i already know i just thought of one more too that i have to mention so um there was a time in, I, I think it was high school. Yeah, it had to have been high school. Um, maybe it was junior high. I don't know. That um, one of my buddies, uh, his name's Kenny, he was a super influence. It was, it was, he was very influential, but there was like this moment where I like had this weird pivot towards, I was always a shy kid sit in the back of the class, don't ask any questions or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And in school, I was always like that. But in life, I was like that until this point. So he, quick story time. Mm -hmm. Um, This one's really fun for me to tell. Actually, this is funny. I actually told it to my class one time in public speaking. Uh, But he uh, got poison oak from one of our various mountain bike rides. And... It was, he, he got it really bad, and so he had to go on uh, this steroid called prednisone mm-hmm. for, like, itching and 
swelling and all oh, the man, sounds, and stuff. sounds so cool yeah it was super cool and he he couldn't go outside or mountain bike or do anything like that because he had to like take care of this poison oak before he could do anything uh-huh. and he like went a little bit nuts and <laughs> in a good way and um he was just because this thing was like it i almost feel like it was altering his mind a little bit oh no <laughs> um he invented this thing called chi which is a, a, in his words a lifestyle and so <laughs> there was this cardboard box that he just took and like wrote all these phrases on that you could say in coordination with a pose that would power up your chi all right this is he invented all of this yeah yeah um and his older brother invented this thing called nanuku which was the opposite of chi okay <laughs> which would power which would take down your chi levels so that you ha- didn't have any chi you weren't a master right That's oh my gosh um email address comes right now i was like hold on yeah <laughs> it goes deep familiar. it's very deep um so i came over one day and i see like he's like hey come here i got something to show you and he shows me the box and he's like here's this thing let me explain it to you it's called chi here's what it is here's how you do it and so we would go through anytime we were out in public taco bells uh like riding our bikes around, we would dare each other to do chi poses in public or like yell hey at people out of the car window or like say hi to random people. And it was like always a dare. And so we would always be trying to one up each other on the last dare. And so there was this moment in a Taco Bell in like, we were on our way to North Star to go bike riding. And um, I think it was like Auburn or something. And then they were like, all right, I dare you to jump up on the table and do a chi pose and 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 um, yell, show your chi, and then run out and we'll go. And like I was like, okay, go start the car. And they're like, wait, really? You're gonna do it? <laughs> I was like, yeah, you dared me. <laughs> and so I like jumped up on the table. I like did a huge chi pose. I'll show you one after. And yelled, <laughs> show your chi. <laughs> and then everybody in the talk about looked at me, and they were like, what the heck is going on with this kid? Because I was a kid at this point. And then I just run out the door and hop in the car and his parents are driving and they were cracking up. <laughs> Everyone was laughing and we like peel out of this Taco Bell parking lot. And like ever since those dares, I've just been more outgoing uh-huh. and more of like not afraid to say things that people will think are weird or do things without caring a lot what people think. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not living my life for those people. I'm living for me, you know? So that was like a really pivotal moment. And it sounds super lame when I talk about it and like very wild and weird. And it was. And, but it like worked. Yeah. It like really made me more easily sociable. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. So you have Kristen, you're challenging. Or the person who encourages you to, I guess, I you would say that in like a, the person who encourages you to try things? Absolutely. And then Kenny, who helped you at a young age yes. come out of your shell. Yeah. So he gave me like this boost to like come out of my shell and be uh, a non-conforming person. Mm. and authentically who I want to be and like um, not held back by fear. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Kristen, who was like, because of that, I'm able to be inspired and led by who she is as a person and then also challenged, you know, like what if I'm not doing something, like not living up to my potential. You know, like yeah. if I, if I stop myself, myself early, she'll call me out on it or, you know, why yeah. don't you try that? Like, oh, I don't want to, she'll like, give me like a pep talk and, you know, talk me into it. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm really glad that I did that. Thank you. Like, so for example, this most recent affiliate cup, yeah, I, I didn't want to do it. Like I just, I was doing it just for her. And then as soon as we started, <laughs> I was like we got to do this again next year. This was too much fun. You know yeah, what I mean? But yeah. it like took her pushing me to say yes okay, and to yeah. join and reluctantly. And then afterwards I was like, 
dang, that was super worth it. I'm super glad we did that. We got to do it next year. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you feel like... It's like she sees the potential that I have and forces me to live up to it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cool. Yeah. It's just really nice and really special to see you guys together. Yay. Yeah. And Thank it's, you. Yeah. And it's, you guys have this like respect for each other. But it's it's a respect where you can, you under you're, you either understand each other or are always actively trying to understand each other, and so you know. It's like you know each other, <laughs> but it's it's very like. There's a lot of care, for the other individual. And so it's like you each do your own research to know like what this person likes and what this person likes and what this person likes. Mm, kind of yeah. like that. Well, on a fundamental level, I find people absolutely fascinating. Uh-huh. And I guess that's where a lot of like my question questioning comes in because asking questions is the best way to learn about somebody, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I really like to observe too. And so through observation and through question asking, you can learn a lot about somebody. Mm -hmm. And I've asked Kristen a lot of questions. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what I was thinking and trying to like come up with that. Cause it's, I don't want to use the word special because I feel like that word is just thrown around all the time and people use it like very loosely. It's okay. You can repurpose it. But yeah, it's special in the sense because it's just so tailored to you guys. It's just that is your guys' dynamic. And that's why it's so like unique. You, it's unique and it's special and it's just different. And Sweet. other people have that for themselves. Mm, and yeah. that's special to them and that's unique to them. And even as just individuals, like too, you could break it down to that. Right. Well, I mean, also, so, you know, we, we both sometimes need, um, time to ourselves Mm -hmm. to do the thing like she loves to paint and do art Mm -hmm. i am not a great artist (laughs) or a great painter Mm -hmm. and i have tried to paint stuff with her and i i do enjoy it Mm -hmm. but i'm not great at it Mm -hmm. but like we will sometimes on like a day off she'll paint for a couple hours and i'll go for like a bike ride Mm -hmm. and it's like this understanding of like yeah we we do support each other but we do also have like separate needs, mm-hmm. you know, and understanding that that's totally okay. Mm-hmm. And that some things, sometimes there's things that we can't uh, provide for each other together to fill each other up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm trying to get at too, where it's, it's really admirable to see. And it's, it's like one of those things or like I'm just going to sound super cheesy now where it's sure. I I hope that I'm also able to like get something like that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's just it's nice seeing you guys. Thank you. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. Um, so my last questions are more now coffee related. Ooh. Yeah. The thing you were hyped on. Yeah. Because you had a lot of this morning. Yes. (laughs) And it's how did your coffee journey start? I know you had mentioned it was when you were bouncing around gyms and then you were working at Verve. Yeah. Was it maybe prior to that? Yeah. Well, in order to work out a lot, you need a lot of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I. Okay. So rewind. We're going to go. End of high school, started a job at Gale's Bakery. Mm. Local ledge, mm-hmm. all right? This place, people come from all over the place to go there. Um, and I, there was like a, the, the, the big deal was like the E-bar is what we called it. Short for espresso. Mm. Okay. Oh, so the, before they shortened the word, it was E-bar, yeah. not Spro. Yeah. You heard it here first. That's true. We're going to bring it back. 
<laughs> um, so like the goal for everybody that worked on the floor there was like, oh, got to get to the E-bar. That's like the cool place where the cool kids hang out. So oh this is great. Of course, made it there, obviously. <laughs> um, and that's where like my coffee journey started. And there was this dude, gosh, I think his name was Sterling. He came through from some coffee spot in town. He was like the trainer for something. And um, he like poured latte art and everyone was like, what the heck is this? How did you do that? <laughs> so anyways, started the my coffee journey there. And because uh, I would I would because you get free coffee to and, you know, on the weekends it gets super busy and you just need energy because you're honestly basically running around the store getting people like food mm-hmm. and putting it in a bag and then just like next one, next one, next one, next one. You're like a personal shopper for these people. Um, and then from there, um, my guy Stacy, uh, would slide through cause I don't know how he started, but I, I met him because I would go to, um, Verve to study mm-hmm. and then he started, he like came by Gail's a couple times and, and I heard that they were hiring and I was like, man, I really want to do something more than what. Um, Gales has to offer mm-hmm. in like a different area because um, it, it was like this cool friendship that I developed with him at this coffee shop and I would like go there on my breaks sometimes from Gales just to get coffee and like say hi to people mm-hmm. and um, and then it just kind of like drew me in like the niceness the community and like the friendship that I created with these people there and so they were opening another store downtown on Pacific Avenue. And I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to apply and see what happens. And then I like applied and like got the job. And Chris was training people. Um, Jared was also, he was training people and he was like the manager of something. I'm not, don't totally remember because it was years ago. <laughs> um, but like they were big deals. And as soon as I started training, I got pulled out of a hat of like, yeah, we're going to train these people as baristas right away because we need baristas to, like, open the store to, like, run it. Mm-hmm. And so I got, like, super fast-track trained, and I was like, whoa, this coffee stuff is intense. There's way more than I thought went into it. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, that thing, like I mentioned earlier with fishing, where it's, like, not an extreme thing, but it's a thing that you want to learn as much about it as you can as quickly as possible learn all the pro tips, learn all the best things, and then form your own opinion of it. And so basically that's what I tried to do. Yeah, so from Gales to mm-hmm. Verve. Yep. And then learning all the stuff that goes into coffee and all the nitpicky stuff right. and like all the science behind it, I guess uh-huh. you would say. Uh-huh. And, TDS and whatever. And then how did you end up here today? At mm. Cat and Cloud, I guess. Oh, you mean the best company in the world? <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, as I'm sipping this nice Brazil natural over ice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so I met Chris and Jared from Verve, obviously. We worked together for... We didn't work together. I worked at a company where they worked. Mm-hmm. And they were always legends in their own right. And um, <clears throat> they basically built that place from the ground up and the way that it felt when it first was starting was really, really attractive to me. And that's what drew me in and got me started in the first place. And then when they decided to leave and part ways, I was like, okay, cool. Like, I guess now I'm the person that's supposed to make the company feel how I felt when I first was working there. Mm -hmm. And it just got lost. Um, and it didn't, it didn't feel the same. And so when I heard that they were starting their own company, I was like, dude, I want to be part of that from the, from the get go. And, um, Kristen was like their second employee or whatever. And then I was just, I just had so many questions like I do for Jared and I was talking to him and Chris and figuring out what their vision was for the company and mission, which I didn't know I was actually trying to figure out the vision or mission. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's kind of, I guess, now what it was a search for. And 
then when it was like financially viable for me to switch positions because I was a manager at Verve and I was making a pretty good amount of money and it would be going, it would be taking like a pretty good pay cut, mm-hmm. um, which it's expensive to live here. So it's like <laughs> surprise. Important. Yeah. So Kristen went over first and then like as soon as I saved up some money and it was like, I was like, okay, we can do this. I was like, cool later. And then hopped on board mm-hmm. and was like, this is this is this this is what it's about this is the spot this is where i want to be there's growth that i can see happening there's movement there's opportunity they live up to their word they walk the walk and there's just a special community that um i wasn't getting at my old work so Mm -hmm. yeah what has from day one at cat and cloud to today look like or feel like okay part one um the reason that i don't go anywhere else is because of um oh it's so interesting like my personal personal mission statement um lines up with it's it's similar and along the same lines of cat and clouds are there's a lot of overlapping values Mm -hmm. that i have in my life that are with the company as well Mm -hmm. um and there's a community that we create at our cafes and in our in cat and cloud in our culture and certain communities that we touch so like you'll see, you know, service industry people coming in and waiting in line and rubbing elbows and getting the same drinks as people that like work over the hill at Apple or that own companies or mm-hmm. that are retired at, you know, 30 and are just like in the community, but they just wouldn't otherwise talk to each other. And you see like we're really good at turning people into regulars and you'll see regulars start to talk to each other and create relationships and bonds. And now they like have each other over for dinner and it's like, we provided a place for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And that is really cool to me. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I mean, those people come in for the habit of coffee mm-hmm. taste is, I feel secondary for some, um, maybe prominent for most, but, we still create this space where like they can get this thing and they can come in and be in an environment and a space that they get to make new friends, meet new people and feel like cared about and ask questions. And like, I might have a conversation with Paul over the course of a week and it's like one conversation, but because I see him at certain, Mm -hmm. you know, he'll like ask me about the trip that's coming up and if I'm ready and then I'll see him afterwards. Hey, how was the trip? And it's like, dude, you remember that? Like, that's cool. Mm -hmm. We're friends. Mm -hmm. I'll do the same thing for him. Mm-hmm. And that stuff's really cool. And I've, I've created like some really cool friends through just being in a coffee shop community and really, you know, cat and cloud highlights that and promotes that more than other places that I've worked. And so that's, what's really, um, kept me here. Yeah. Yeah. What you mentioned a little bit earlier that the mission kind of, overlaps or sound is very similar to your own personal one can right. i ask what that is okay so um it's really cool i got to go to a well two years in a row now i've got to go over to um, a school over the hill and talk to uh, i guess i think it's like six different classes about cat and cloud and the company and the mission and the vision and the values and why we do what we do um because of a, a friend that i met at at the coffee shop his name is john and um i got to share with them like what my personal mission statement is and then like what cat and clouds is and so mine is to at some level any level as small or as big as possible share with people the love that jesus showed us um if i can do that on like a small level for somebody and show like the care or the consideration or just like just the love of like, Hey, you're a fellow human being and I care about you. Um, that to me is like my life mission. Right. So 
cat and clouds is to leave people feeling happier than when you found them. So to show someone love, care, consideration, and to leave them feeling happier, eh, it's like pretty close. Sounds pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I see what you're saying. So. JC. Oh, that's, that's really nice. Thanks. <laughs> um, and I mean, again, the, you know, we're not perfect people. Sometimes I do it better than other times. And sometimes I don't do it at all. And sometimes I do the opposite of it. But yeah, oh, yeah. You know, trying. Yeah. And just remembering to be graceful. Yeah. I think it's easy to be graceful towards other people. Mm -hmm. In my experience, it's been harder to show grace to yourself. Ooh. Or, yeah. So, wisdom. Yeah. So, a little tidbit of things to be learned and learning. That's good. So, real good. Yeah. Do my best forget the rest yeah oh that's a good one uh. <laughs> and so from day one when you started up until now you've kind of briefly or like you've explained that oh, already right yeah yeah, yeah. that but was from, the other that was yeah part two. from day one to yeah. now what does that feel like and what has that like brought to light to you it's felt awesome it's felt hard it's felt easy um everything every emotion so concierge level start base level basic you come in you get trained with this amazing training program you know train you off the floor tell you about you know um, how to interact with people on a guest services level and then move into you know master that first before you go on to the next level and then it's like steam training and then barista level and then it's like going into certs and then coordinator level, which is like assistant managing. And then it's like going into team leader status, right? So all of those tiers, traveling through all of those and landing in like the team leader level mm-hmm. um, has been super cool because it's not, it's not something like, sure, I was managing at Verve, right? But I didn't just go right into managing at Cat and Cloud mm-hmm. because there's a value in starting from the bottom and not necessarily earning your way, but working your way through. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you have to earn it and just starting and, sh- and, you know, going from like, hey, I'm not above any of these tasks. I'm not above any of you. I'm starting from the same place. And it really feeds into that the best person for the job is going to get it. Mm-hmm. So like recently I've been a big fan of seeing people at the cafe, uh, in my cafe in particular, and what, um, what, what, what they bring as an individual to the, mm-hmm. to the cafe or the experience. So like we have our values and our goals that Cat and Cloud has. Mm-hmm. What are their values and their goals for their mm-hmm. life? Mm-hmm. And like what things are they talented at what are they good at mm-hmm. what are some things that they want to pursue and mm-hmm. how are way how are their what ways can i help them achieve that yeah and it's like at the same time saying to them hey you're an, you're an, a person and we want you to be authentic like authenticity is is hugely talked about mm-hmm. um integrity is something that i hold very highly and i preach a lot mm-hmm um, intentionality is another thing. They're like buzzwords, you know? Yeah. Um, but like what does that specific person and their personality bring and add to the community and the culture that we create? And that to me is the most special thing because we wouldn't be able to create this place. And what I think is so special, this community without all of those collective people, not just aligning on something, but still being true to who they are and having, slight deviation i guess from the goal but mm-hmm. adding to its good mm-hmm. is that making sense yeah no okay and so finally yeah the last question is who is a favorite artist of yours both in music or or mm. not both in music like illustration film it doesn't have to be music or what? Wait, say it. Again? It could be all of those. I used to be like, "Who's your favorite artist to listen to?" Oh, okay. But other people were like, "I don't. Music's not really like my thing." But like, totally. This is. Um. 
Or like, what are you currently listening to? Goodness gracious. Um, I'm so, oh man. Okay. <laughs> Blink-182 just released a new album that I'm very excited about. And I've really been enjoy. I really enjoyed their last CD too. I would say anything that's pop punky, um, post punky, that kind of genre ish. So like Blink-182's new CD, listen to it. It's great. <laughs> um, the story so far, huge fan. Um, Neck deep, really big fan. Real friends, good stuff. Right now, going back to the nostalgia, I would always listen to Silver Sun pickups Ooh. when I would be walking around campus mm-hmm. in fall time. They're one of my favorite fall bands. That sounds weird. Um, <laughs> no, that sounds awesome. But this time of year, I'm real. I really get down with them. Um, also, like. I'll make mix CDs of music from biking movies, like mm. all the soundtracks from different people's parts. I'll put it all together on a CD and like listen to like mixtapes of it, like before I'm going riding or after or whatever. So I'll listen to like mix CDs, especially on this time of year. Cause again, nostalgia, um, Big Metallica fan. is never a bad choice. <laughs> Absolutely Anything not. Anything extreme. Yeah. If you haven't gotten the point of this whole thing. Totally. <laughs> Uh, also, shouts out to my guy, Kirk, who brought me a Metallica shirt. Oh. Uh, it was like a collab. Metall- it's, it's a Metallica Dogtown shirt. And so it's like, dude, okay, first of all, he knew what size shirt I wear. Extra large, by the way. <laughs> and got one and just gave it to me. And I was like, what the heck? This guy, he's a regular, comes in the coffee shop. And I just commented on one of his shirts because I like Metallica and he wears all kinds of Metallica shirts. Uh Super nice dude. Super rad. Very good hearted person. Um, And like you can tell he's just one of those people that is just genuinely nice. Um, And gave me a shirt and I was so excited about it. And then I'm always a big. Okay. So as far as rap goes. Oh. We're going deep. Yeah. I'm giving you all my yeah, genres. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've recently discovered uh, this dude, NF. NF. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's that's it. NF. Uh-huh. And then um, there's this YouTube rapper that I'm a pretty big fan of. He does covers of stuff mostly. Okay. So, but uh, AK is his name. Okay. He's kind of blown up. Check him out. His original <laughs> stuff is not... It's good, but I like his covers better, honestly. Okay. Um, Joiner Lucas, big fan. Eminem, obviously. <laughs> um, uh, I'm always a big fan of Lord Huron on like road trips. Mm, and yeah. um, Head in the Heart. And then also Mandolin Orange. Mm, Recently mm-hmm. discovered them. They're very good. Yeah. So there you go. That's all the genres. Yeah. That's a good variety right there. Country? No. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's just. Absolutely not. No, thanks. That's my opinion. Yeah. Change my mind. Country, no thanks. Yep. Yeah. Oh, also, I'm wearing a, a Pierce the Veil shirt right now, so gotta rip them. Also, them. Oh, also, my guys, Newfound Glory. Yo, they're oh, never, they're, they never TBT. get old. Yeah. That's like Warp Tour stuff. NFG. All those Warp Tour people. Put them on the people. cafe sometimes. Don't tell anyone. Secret. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, did you put this on? No, that wasn't. No. Uh, I don't know I don't who know. did that. No. 